the, 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 the theme of this conference is deeper with God. Wow. Deeper with God. Let's read the book of Luke. Let's, let's get a bearing from the book of Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 7. Luke chapter 5, from 1 to 7. Are you there? Yes. I'll read from the King James Version because that's very anointed. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> 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 I feel good in the house today. Something's about to happen. Amen. Verse 1 says, And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two sheep standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them. And were washing their nets. And he entered into one. And one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. Just a little from the land. And he sat on it and taught the people out of the ship. Now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep. Yeah. And he let and let down your nets for a catch. Mm. There's a certain place you cannot let down your nets. Mm. Yeah. And if you can't let down your nets, you can't have a catch. So and Simon answered, say, answering, said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done, they had uh, this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net break. Hmm. Mm. Yes, sir, the net break. Mm. I feel a breaking coming. Yeah. I'm telling you, I feel a break coming. Hallelujah. And they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship, you're about to break out to, to so somebody that, somebody that you're going to influence other people Amen. because of your outbreak. Amen. 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 Your outbreak. Amen. Amen. And going to affect other people. Amen. And you see what's going to happen to them? God going to break you out so much that your partners will feel it. Amen. They will feel what God is doing in your life. Tonight. Are you seeing that? Very soon. Now, um, they, they now called their partners which were in the other sheep and they, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both of the sheep. So they began to sink. My Lord. They began to sink. Such weight came upon him. I think I should just read, read 8 and 9. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' feet saying, Depart from me. For I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished. And all they, all that were with him, at the drop of the fish which they have taken. Father, thank you for the word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Something is about to happen in this conference that would astonish 
the very critics of your life. Amen. Amen. There is a deepness that God's about to bring forth in your life that when this conference is over and the people who saw you coming in on your way out, they will miss you. Not because you change height or you change depth or, or breadth. It's just because something happened that changed you. So tomorrow I want to be speaking about, I want to speak about the depths of of the depths of salvation. The depths of salvation. The four levels that salvation will bring a man. So I'm giving you tomorrow's message. But today I want to talk about the equipments to go deeper. The equipments to go deeper. If you know a deep oil drilling and you know timber, a gold mines and all those mining industry, you will see that their equipment are not small equipments. Because of course, valuable things don't stay on the surface. Alright. Yes, sir. Valuable things don't stay on the surface. You've got to dig for valuable things. You've got to dig for valuable things. And some valuable things need strong and sophisticated equipments. Yeah. Even if you want to grow tomatoes, all you need is a pitchfork. Mm. If you want to grow tomatoes, all you need is a pitchfork. Mm. If you have a tomato ministry, don't, just don't listen to me. But if you have, <laughs> you just need a pitchfork. Yeah. But if some of you are here, who the Bible says, in a great house, there are vessels of gold. Then, then you will pay attention because what you need is more sophisticated than what you thought you needed. Yeah. What, what you need is more, it, it has to be crafted, is designed for a particular purpose. That's why there's a delay in your life. Because the equipment God needs is strong, it's, it's different. It's not what people use. It's a different equipment God needs to go deeper to get something to your life. Yeah. May I remind you, God is not playing about this. That's why he would delay the best of us until we get the right equipment. Oh. I'll say it again. He would delay the best of us until we get the right equipment. Right. Listen, it's no point standing behind a closed door and praying. Because a closed door answers to no prayers. Mm. You can fast and pray, but a closed door remains closed. Oh, yes. mm. You can shout and fall down and anoint yourself with oils, and the door will remain closed. Mm. You can go to revivals and meetings and preach and pray, and the door will remain closed. Yes. Because that door needs keys. Mm. That door needs keys, and not any key. There are a bunch of keys in my hand today, but only one will start my car. They are all called keys, but only one will start my car. So what God has for you in this season is particular, is precise, is tailor-made, is sharpened, it is fashioned, it is, the Bible says, no, no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. But you need some weapons to be fashioned for you to prosper. Oh, you didn't hear me. The Bible says, you need no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper, but you need some weapon to be fashioned for you so you can prosper. Oh, I, I think I have it right here. Some weapon need to be fashioned for you. When you lose your key, 
you, you will go to a key smith to fashion a new one so you can open the same door you're used to. Mm. I tell you, the breakthrough you had yesterday, you need a, you, you need a new key. Yeah. Wow. Amen. To go to the same place. Yes. The same key. And we're talking about going deeper with God. That means it, it, it's sort of a strong emotion to go past where you used to be before. Amen. Going deeper means there is a strong emotion you need. There's a stronger decision you need to go past where you need to go before. It also carries an intensity. An intensity to go past the place that you're used to getting to with God. Deeper points to the fact of going beyond a place of one's primary comfort or comfort zone. That's what deeper means. To take you past where you're used to sitting. Your comfort zone. Your place of hallelujah. The place of amen. After all, he's preaching good. There's a certain place he will get to where he will start shouting. I bet you. Even that doesn't help you at this point. You've got to go past that. You've got to hear the preacher's voice behind the preacher's voice. All right. Yes. As I'm speaking now, there's a Holy Ghost speaking also. Yes. That's why I will say something now and you hear something different. Yeah. Because there's a voice speaking behind the voice. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yes. So if you look at the if you look at the con at the container, you might miss the content. Uh. If you if you look at the container, you will miss the content. There is no container that can satisfy you. Coca-Cola, Pepsi. The content is not to be consumed. It is a, the container is not to be consumed. It is a content that needs to be consumed. Yes. Are you seeing that? Yes. So, so you'll be at a place a long time now. Going deeper means you are willing to pass the place. You are willing to break your own records. Yeah. Uh, uh. You're willing to break your own records. You set a record. Uh. You know how to feel the Holy Ghost. Uh. You know how to feel the Holy Ghost. You know how to read the words. Uh. But now God is saying going deeper means to break that record. All right. Yes. Right. Mm. right. To break your own record. Yes. At, the, at the moment in time, this intensity and this uh, 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 extensive pursuit I'm eluding to your relationship with God. Mm. So I'm saying, this intensity, this, this search, this pursuit, I am talking about your relationship with God. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Not with any other entity, but with God. Not with your choir group, not with the leadership group, not with uh, your business. I'm talking about solely the intensity with God. Yes. With God. Not even with your pain. With God. Yes. Relationship will not get deeper at the place of introduction. Hey. 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 Yes, sir. There is no relationship that will get deeper at the place, at the point of introduction. Remind, may I remind you, the Bible says, Christ said, I am the door. 
nobody stands at the door and have shower, cook, drink, eat, sleep. He is the door. And there are many people who are at the door celebrating and feeling cold. And there are many who have encountered the door but have never passed the door. Some have repented the door. New worship, new adoration, new giving, new discipline. All at the door. But going deeper means to open, come on, the door. Because many don't know what they will see behind the door. But introduction is only the beginning of your faith. Yes. Yes. You may have been introduced to Christ, but has Christ been introduced to you? Hey. Let me ask another question. You may have been introduced to Christ, but has Christ introduced himself to you? Uh, it's a big difference because we know about Christ. I know about Obama. Because Obama knows me. I know Donald Trump, but does he know me? <laughs> yeah, does he know me? I have been introduced to a savior, but does the savior knows me? The character of a savior he saves. So how come I have met a savior, yet the very elementary thing I'm going through, I'm not being saved from that. Something's wrong. I met him and I said, save me. I've been introduced. But so far, one year, two years, three years, I have not been saved from the elementary things that I came to be saved about. So I have been introduced to a savior, but has the savior introduced himself to me? I have been introduced to a Lord. You know what I mean? It's Lord. Lord, an owner. Uh, a caretaker, somebody who owns me. I've been introduced to him. But has he been introduced to me? If that's the case, why do I still own my activities? Why do I still own my time? Why do I still own my worship? Why do I still own my ways until now? When I have been introduced to what? A Lord. Amazing. Amazing. Going deeper means to answer this question. That's why Paul, after so much of ministry, Hallelujah. So much. Pastor say he went to the third heavens, came back with revelation, came back with philosophies that beat the whole world. He wrote quarter of the New, New Testament, over 2,000, we are still on one verse, trying to understand what one verse meant. Yeah. Yeah. We have set up ministries with one verse. Yeah. We have set up charity with one verse. Yeah. We have set up a country with one verse. Yeah. Yet, that same man said that I may know him. Yeah. I want to go deeper. Yes. I want to go what? Deeper. Deeper. 
Relationship does not go deep at introduction. What we have seen so far is introductory people. Introductory Christians. There's a certain truth that can only come because of intimacy. So today, you have to sharpen your equipments because you need to go deeper with God. Where you are standing now is risky when it comes to faith. Because at one point, we begin to feel like imposters, pretenders. If you have not been, if you, if Christ had not, had not come to somebody, that person is a hypocrite. Because you're claiming what you're not. That's why Paul says, ah, I have to be careful. Because after I preach to many people, then myself will be a castaway. So he said, I don't want to see anything that looks artificial, pretentious in my faith. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Going deeper with God. Oh, how many want to go deeper with God? Oh yes. Mm. I I tell you what, it is it is it is the world is the, the world is looking for deep Christians. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The world is looking for people who mean what they are saying yeah. and saying what they mean. The world is looking. See, the reason why the world is not running to church is because the world has been so unindicted with action. You cannot act a better way than like Anna Sardinia. I mean, I can't do a better job than that. So they, they know what it means to have action. They know what it means to be real. But the church is still struggling with reality. What equipment do I need? Number one. Number one, the equipment called choice. Oh. The equipment called what? Choice. The equipment called choice. You see, in the kingdom of men, when you are born, you grow automatically. <laughs> In the kingdom of men, when you are born, the next day you are one day old. Second day you are second day old. Third day you are third day old. You have no choice. But you must grow. <laughs> You will grow whether you like it or not. Very soon, you will be, you'll be going to have your own house. You are free, one year old, you free, free rent, but one day, you will grow to have your own rent. You have to pay rent. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Am I going, you need to go pay rent. If not, they will remind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. They will remind you. You become what they call big bum boy. 
like a big boy in the house. They'll remind you. Say, by now you should be having your own place. You will say, where? <laughs> yeah. But in the spirits, you cannot grow automatically. In the kingdom, you grow by choice. Oh, you didn't get me. He said, by now, some of you should be teachers. But you still need the elementary things to be exposed to you, in my own words. You need the elementary. So there are many big believers, but never grown one day. Because the choice to grow is an equipment. The power in his choice can only be made active in your choice. The power in his choice. He said, I have chosen you. John 15, 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruits that your fruit may remain. So whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Why are there no fruits? Because his choice can only be activated by your choice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is he lying? No. Did he ordain you? Did he appointed you? Yes. I mean, if if even me, I, I, I ordained that lady now she's a pastor. Mm. Yeah, I ordained now she's a pastor. She's a fool. She's she's preaching good now. Mm. That's my human hand ordination. Mm. Let's just be honest. I'm a man, yeah. and I ordained by faith. Lord, I think she's a pastor. Help me, Lord. Jesus name. Lord, she will do it. Amen. Glory to God. Now you're a pastor. Yeah. And now she's been a pastor. Yeah. Now God says, I ordain you. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh. I ordain you. Why is it not taking place? Why is it not functioning? Why is it not? Why is this place not on fire? Like, how do you want to be on fire? I mean, I try and pray, Lord, fire, fire, fire. But there's something wrong. People don't have the equipment called choice. You choose to wake up. You choose to fast. You choose to pray. You choose to come to church. You choose to read the word. You choose, listen, you choose to worship. In the kingdom, nobody grows without a choice. It's a choice. The first equipment you need, it is possible to fall in. Let me ask you, is it possible to fall into oil and not get oiled? No. Is it possible to put a white cloth in red dye and that cloth remains white? <laughs> the very essence of baptism is a choice to go in one way and come out with Christ. Amen. Amen. 2020, there's no secret you're going to get in God by choice. Amen. There is no secret. Yeah. He said, Come to me, I will come to you. Yes. Yeah. What? 
He said, wait for me at the top room. Go into Jerusalem. Wait for me and you will receive power. Yes. Did it happen? Yes. Now, 120. More than, more than 120 went in there. Yes. First day. Second day. They began to choose to leave. They chose. They used their own hand to run away. They, nobody said go. He says wait. But they used their own leg to begin to go. Now, that action was so uh, eternally, there was, there was a strong eternal consequence by their action. They would have been part of the mysteries now, but they used their own leg to go out of it. You, you say somebody make you upset. You know what? I'm not coming because they make me angry. Okay. The angels came and you were not there. Yeah. It is your choice. Deep up with God. No matter what, I will show up. Yes. Yes, Hallelujah. What? No matter what. This deepness is not for somebody else, it's for me. Yes. I want to experience him. I want to make the choice. Yeah. That next year, you're not going to find me with my folded hands. You will find me with my hands raised up and my leg on fire. Amen. It's a choice. A decision to say, I become one with God, is the most powerful decision you can ever make because nothing can stop it. Amen. Intimacy is means to be deeply known by somebody else and be known by that person. Mm. Very powerful definition. Second equipment you need. You want to know that one? Yes, yes, yes. It's nakedness. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's an equipment. I don't want to. Really, I don't want to insult intelligence. But some things cannot happen until you get naked. Yeah. Have you imagined having a shower with your clothes on? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine it. I mean, I've never done it before, but I, I, one day I'm going to try it. I, I have a shower with my clothes on. Like, my wife would say, call Bishop. I think passion the deliverance. Call Bishop, Pastor me deliverance. Yeah. <laughs> There's some things you cannot do. Mm. What I mean, mm. naked? I mean exposure. Yes. Exposure. Mm. You see, it is your own choice to be exposed this year coming from God. Mm. If God cannot see through you, mm. He cannot. Mm. Listen, listen. If God cannot see through you. He cannot see you through anything. Mm. If God cannot see through you, He cannot see you through anything. Nakedness is vital as an equipment for deepness. How can you want to know me and I don't know you? And how does God know us? Through people. Oh yeah, through people. Don't think you are very secretive. People know you. Yes. <laughs> People know you're going to. 
So yeah. just release that energy. <laughs> say, Lord, I am here. They know I'm broke. They know I'm sick. They know I don't have nothing. If you have it, we'll see it. Amen. We will see it if you have it. Amen. It's very difficult to hide some things. Amen. I know it. You're broke. Amen. But that's not the point. How naked can you be?
and he took a poor man's sheep, just one the man had, and he killed that one. David said, my friend, go and get that man. Let me deal with that man. Yeah. That man deserved my slap. Go and get him. Yeah. And the, king, the prophet said, Yo, that's the man talking. Yeah. He didn't say, he said, Lord. He was open. Mm. He was naked. Mm. It's an equipment for God to use that. Mm. You see, many of us want to get deep, but we don't want to open up to God. Mm. We don't want to open. We think we are specialists. Mm. <laughs> That's a man who I met. I know him, I grew up with him. He was, illegal, he was, was illegal in this country. His prayer point will be, Lord, blind the police. <laughs> Serious. Lord, destroy their computer. Lord, remove my name on the computer. Read this prayer. And I was, I was not the prayer, amen. Well, so like, really, amen. <laughs> Attentiveness to learn. Mm. 
If God cannot instruct you, He cannot construct you. If He cannot reach you, He cannot lead you. Psalm 119 said, It was a good thing for me to be afflicted that I may learn your statutes. It's not all trouble that is demonic. It's not all trouble that is demonic. Some are just bionic. Because you don't want to change. Amen. Stress is a sign of disorder sometimes. Stress is a sign of disorder. Imagine trying to fit into a small hole. You'll be stressed. Doesn't mean you don't belong there. You're just, you're just out of order. Some people call the devil, and the devil have never known where they live. <laughs> Seriously. You don't know where they live. The equipment called learning will keep you in check in your anger, frustration, hurt, disappointment, and even good and bad situations, when you have the equipment, no matter what you're going through, you'll be going deeper with God. <laughs> Two people encounter a situation, one will go deep, another will run. The difference is they apply learning. They apply learning. Deeper with God is an, a good attentiveness of what he's trying to do. Mm. Paul was preaching everywhere, and one time he wanted to go somewhere in fire, God stopped him. Mm. Mm. And he didn't go to a big nation and turn to a small Philippi. Mm. Why did he not go to a big nation and turn to a small nation? For us today, we say, That's not my portion. I'm the head and not the tail. <laughs> always winning, never losing. The greater one lives in me. I know who I am. Really. Really. teach you next year what what is he going to teach you next year what do you have to learn next year it might be as simple as it might be as simple as sitting down in service and don't move because you need to get some information revelation concepts ideas that will change your life attentiveness Job says though he slay me I will hope in him Job 13, 15. I will still defend my ways to his face. I will still be right there with him, looking at him, getting deeper with him, mm. not getting angry with God, mm. not being offended at God, mm. yeah. not being frustrated at his methods. There are many people offended with God because of something or the other. You know, some people are very offended with church. There are many in church, but church is not in them. Mm -hmm. They are visitors. 
They are spectators. Spectators. This is a participator sport. It is inclusive. It's all inclusive. You came into an all inclusive house. We are servants. We came to serve. We came to participate. Is the church is the only workforce that the two percent of people work and ninety eight percent sit down. In Adam Amro, everybody come to work. In the church, only two percent come to work. I'll say it again. Do you know why we're weak? In our church, I said to them, two percent are working this work. Remember, two percent. The rest just come and looking good. just in church, I mean the whole thing. I mean in your workplace. I mean in your business. I mean everywhere. Is God being represented? Not just, not just, not here, just in, in general. You know what Polycap said? Polycap, one of the church fathers, when he was being burned at the stake, they tied him, they wanted to burn him those days, and, and while they were pouring oil and wanted to light him, they said, renounce Christ. You know what he said? He said, what has Christ done to me? What wrong has he done to me? That, that I would deny him now. What has he done wrong? This is a man, they've tied him and all the want to burn him. He's asking, what has this man done to me wrong? Since I know him, he's not done anything wrong. Right. And they lit him and he was screaming and said, Lord Jesus, please, thank you. I don't want to deny because you've been good to me. Right. He was burning and he said, you've been good to me. Now, that is what I call sophisticated equipment in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Where you are able to look in the face of the enemy, killing you and say, this is my God, you stay with me. Amen. Amen. How deep do you want to go for, to God today? How deep do you want to go? The next equipment is acceptance. Intimacy is acceptance, even in times of conflict. Bring God home to your heart. Bring God home to where? The longest journey seems to be from the head to the heart. It means like traveling the longest journey from here to the heart. We worship. We preach, we lay hands. Everything happened in the confines of the church. Yet, many people are in the head level mm. and not the heart level. <laughs> How deep do you want to go with God this season? Do you want to move from reasoning? Do you want to move from intellectual things? Or how far do you want to go with God in this season? I told God, no matter what I go through, I said, I'm not letting you go. Amen. Amen. I'm not letting you go. I, I tell you, I, if you talk about trouble, I was sent to the, to, the, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the man of God. I said, man, I'm going through some trouble, man. Really? 
No joke. Come to some real trouble that will make me think, you know what, Lord, thank you, but no thanks. <laughs> Serious. I'm, I'm checking out. Got my things tied, I'm leaving. Why? Because of trouble. You know what Paul said? He said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Have you asked that question? Who will separate us? It says, shall tribulations or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? For it is written, that for, uh, for thy sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. You know my, my own version these days? Have you ever asked what shall separate you from the love of Christ? Think about that. Nowadays, I will say, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall comfort or success? Yeah. Or studies? Yeah. Or education? Yeah. Or vacations? Yeah. Or, fa or Facebooks? Yeah. Or, or movies? Yeah. Or churches? Yeah. Or government subsidies? Yeah. Or liberalism? Yeah. Or racism? Or pride? As it is written, we are bored all day long. Yeah. We are very bored all day long. Yet, we cannot be bothered because we have been slaughtered sheep all day long for barbecues and occasions. <laughs> that's, my, that's my version. <laughs> we are bored all day long because we slaughtered sheep for barbecues and occasions. Okay. What shall separate us from the love of Christ? Yeah. 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 What shall do that? Have, have you asked the question? Well, last Sunday, why didn't you come last Sunday to church? Something did. Why didn't you read and pray last night? Something did. Yeah, something did. Something did. Lord, help us. See, we are all listening together. People, people this ch church is so surface now. Like you see, when, when Jesus talked to Peter, he moved him from the sand to the, to the, to the shallow waters and showed him what could happen. And he said, listen now, I have done it because this shallow water is not helping me. I have been to deeper places. But follow me, let me go to the deep place with you and show me what can happen with what you thought you mastered. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Let me show you what you taught your master and right in there. There's a difference between a man who is deep and a man who is not deep. Mm. We can sing the same amazing grace. Mm. We can sing the same amazing grace. But a man who accepted the deep place in life will sing amazing grace. And before he starts the note, demons are running. Mm. And the other one have no deep things. And they go to recording studio, they got the voice training, they have the right clothes, the right hairstyle, and they sit and they sing. Even a fly does not move. <laughs> a fly does not even move because it wasn't doing nothing to the fly. Amen. It must, the fly was like, this is not happening. Amen. But when you're from the deep place, the moment you close your eyes, the moment you, your, your very eyes close, the demons start getting anxious. That what, what, what's happening here, the perfume from the deep place is not the same as the upper place. The dimension.
places of revelation is not the same as the upper place. When you see people who have been with God and deep with God, their presence will release a certain anointing that you cannot get because anointing are not cheap. If you are anointed, you will know it's not cheap. Amen. There's a certain level of anointing that does not come because you are in the upper place. Amen. When God is inviting you to a deep place, he's saying, listen, God, I want to give you something I cannot give you on the surface. Mm. Hallelujah. Secret things are not for the highways mm. and not for the byways. Mm. Secret things are made for closed doors yeah. behind the scene. Secret things are made to be covered for people who love secret things. Matthew 13, I'm closing here, 10 to 12. He said, Then the disciples came to Jesus and said to him, Why do you speak to the people in parable? Why do you speak to people in parable? And he answered and said to them, Because it has been granted to you to know the mystery. You are designed to live from your inside out. Hallelujah. You are designed to what? Live from the inside out. Your income is to be based on your outcome. But many are basing their outcome with their income. So bigger car, nicer suits, nicer clothes, more hallelujah, shouting, and they think that the outcome will be influenced. Out of your innermost being shall what? Flow rivers. It didn't say they will come in, it said they will go out of you. From the deepest place. Nobody is in charge of your destiny because you have the well right in you. That's why you can say this. I will prepare a table before you. In the present. Because they don't determine your outcome. You determine your outcome. In 220, you determine your outcome by the deepest place you can walk into. Higher than Basata. You see, your own success is based on the deep place in life. Going deeper with God is accepting that God moves from your motives and your intention. Lastly, another income, another equipment is the desire to become like him. To become like him. If you need him to listen, then you have to have his ears. If you need somebody to listen, then you have to become a listener. If you want someone to love you, then you have to become a lover. And there are many who say there's no love in the church. And they're living because there's no love in the church. Now think about it. How can you live because there's no love in the church 
That means you're taking the Lord out of the church. Somebody should slap that. No, sorry. Somebody should. No, think about it. They're leaving, right? Because there's no love in the church. So they want to leave because there's no love in the church. That means they know what love is. So they're so self-centered to leave with the love that they have identified that they have. So they want to leave with the love and leave the place loveless. Because they are taking the love out of the church. If you seem to have enough love, then why not stay and infect us with the love that you have? Amen. Oh, there's no prayer in the church, and they're taking a prayer out of the church. <laughs> Wonderful. So they're taking a prayer out. There's no prayer. I'm leaving the church. No prayer. And they go because there's no prayer. A desire to become like him. When he was at the burial, he raised the dead. When he saw cries of sicknesses, he healed the sick. When he saw attention, he sat down and he taught them. You cannot get deeper if you don't want to be like him. Let me know him. What is stopping you from going deeper? This conference is designed now for you to become like him. For you and I to become like him. He became like us. Don't forget that. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For our sake he was made to be sin. Who knew no sin? See that? He, he, he desired you so much. He became like you. Not powerful, yeah? He desired me so much. He became like me. He became like me because he desired me so much for he had made him to be seen for us who knew no sin that we might become. So you now need to want to become if you want to have deeper relationship with him. Because there's no point you can make me as my, my wife now. I want to just let her do everything and I don't want to do anything. That's not a relationship. That's not a deeper thing. Yeah. He has become sin. So why not become holy? He took on dirt. Why don't you want to become pure? He took on unforgiveness. Why don't you want to forgive? Why don't you want to forgive? To be like him. Why are you still holding people in your heart? Why? Why? That's not like him. I want us to pray for somebody. God told me that, 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 that after I minister like this, as I'm speaking all through, people have seen the obstacle. Now that obstacle is what we call the sharpener. Mm. You know you have a pencil and you have a sharpener. Mm. Now for you to get your pencil sharp, you need a sharpener. Mm. That unforgiveness, mm. that anger, mm. that laziness, mm. they are sharpeners. Mm. You have to take them now and say with you, 
I'm going forward. Mm. It will sharpen you. When you forgive, you get sharper. Amen. When you don't hate anymore, you get sharper. Because yeah. now you know what it is. Yeah. So yeah. tonight, before tomorrow, before I share you other mysteries, I want you to pray with me tonight. Mm. And decide today to get sharper by using this equipment and setting yourself up for a deeper fellowship with Jesus Christ. Now, I'll give my testimony tomorrow. I think people need to pray now. Say, Lord, if it's unforgiveness, if it's lukewarmness, no matter what it is, sharpen me up. I am moving out of the shallow waters and I'm launching now I'm launching myself now to the place where I'll be naked before him to the place where I will not only be naked before him <coughs> but the place where my choices will be for him The church will not remind me to fast anymore. I will choose to fast. I will choose to witness. I will choose to pray. Nobody, even my alarm clock will not wake me up anymore. I will wake up at 4 o'clock. I will say this is the day the Lord has made. I don't care if everybody hates me in church. I'm going to come in there. And lift my hand up for Jesus. Amen. And worship him. In the midst of chaos, I will choose to walk in. I feel a lot of people need to forgive. I don't know why I keep feeling that. From my house until now, I still sense that if you want to go deeper with God, some of you in this house must come to the place to say, I make a choice. I move out and expose myself. I need to forgive I need to forgive. I need to move out into forgiveness now. Whatever is stopping your value, which is at a deep place, it's time to call it out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah.